Sea Dog Radio episode sixteen. Let's <laughs> try to try a different uh, different tone. I think we need to get some more uh, energy into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not feeling too energetic, so that perked me up, boo. All right. Well, there's your shot. There's your shot in the arm that you need. What's been going on? I've got a few things, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've got a boring story for you, actually. Which okay. it's been on my mind all week. I just wanted to get your take on it. Okay, so, I can offer you some advice, Boog. Been shopping for a, a microwave this week. Yeah. Firstly, when did microwaves become so expensive for a start? When was the last time you bought a microwave? I'm imagining when you moved into your house, was it? Yeah, about about seven years ago. I for some reason in my mind, like microwaves are about sixty quid, but they're not. They're like hundred quid. <laughs> what? Um, well. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, but my bugbear of microwaves is. Went, I had a little. I was on a little look around, and I'd see one that I thought, "Oh, it looks decent," and then say, like looking online, and then you zoom into it. It's like they've got all these weird presets on it that stress me out. Like, yeah, you just want a go button, don't you? Like you hot the, time. Like when you're going to press the curry button. Like obviously when you have a curry, but like there's loads of different curries. What does that even mean? Like, yeah. Oh, it's like a picture of a lobster. You like, yeah. It's like it stresses me out. So I didn't want any of that. I just wanted one with the with the straight up, just like go defrost, like timer. Yeah. Anyway, I found one. I just want. I just wanted to tell you that stresses me out. That we well, got an air fryer thing for Christmas. Oh know? yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like a seven in one air fryer, whatever steam power. What does all? We never used it. What we're in April now, but yeah. it, it looks like a big space helmet, and that's got like. Loads yeah. of different tops you can put on it, and it's just—it's overwhelming. You just want to put like it's like the microwave times a million in terms of copper. Yeah. We were so we're scared we've just left all the stickers on it. and just sat there and <laughs> <in> the, <laughs> the kitchen. What to do with it? I've just been just been out in the shop there, like Nat's doing tea. She like, oh, we go get some chips from like the shop. I was like, oh, okay. And I went to the corner shop near me, and it's only small, and they must have like a staff toilet in there. Oh. Like basically the whole place, like the, the, someone must have just been for shit. Oh. And you thought, oh God, like, but you, you, everyone's sort of aware of what's happened. And you kind of stood there, <laughs> like elephant in the rooms, like, oh God, it stinks. <laughs> but you don't want to make me feel bad for like needing to go to the toilet at work. It's like my eyes yeah, were watering. You think they'd like sort out the ventilation so it wouldn't <laughs> seep into the shop? Yeah, yeah. One thing that puts me off buying food is the smell of someone else's shit. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't doesn't quite get the uh, wet the appetite, does it? It's like dog shit bags. I was thinking this, like the, the bags you use to pick any shit up. Have you ever had them ones that are like scented? Yeah, yeah, like perfumed. I accidentally got these lavender ones. It was like with a scent of lavender, I think. And I was like, all that's doing is it's like it's like when someone buys a cheap. Um, air freshener and they've had a shit in the spray all in the bathroom yeah. it's like all it's doing is like shit with a hint of like lavender or whatever yeah but now we have a smelly thing like to do with lavender or vanilla that they'd flavor these bags with you just think of dog shit yeah. <laughs> when we when we were at school like the pe changing rooms just absolutely stink of like bo and yeah. the only thing that smells worse than bo is like bo mixed with lynx africa it's like <laughs> It's just spreading it round, <laughs> like a big cloud of like sweaty BO and Lynx Africa. That is the uh, overriding smell of a, a boy's school change rooms, isn't it? Yeah. BO and Lynx. Erda changing rooms. <laughs> when we were at school, like uh, year seven, they tried, there was like 
once you've done PE, like you need to go in the shower, you know. And then obviously it was like, yeah, that like times were changing in terms of yeah, like all lads going in the change room and the PE teacher like, oh, we lads, you know. Yeah. But then you'd have rugby first lesson get covered in mud, and then you'd have to have this rest of the day with like mud all over your legs. <laughs> In, so you'd be in like English, caked in mud underneath your trousers <laughs> because everyone was too scared to have a shower. Yeah. Don't think I ever did go in the shower at school, but I, I remember them not being very appealing. No, they certainly weren't. I don't. Th- I think we must have, I think we are probably, thank God, the, the generation of just changing into like, yeah, uh, we've <laughs> we've had too many dodgy teachers in the past. Uh, we just can't take the risk anymore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, lads, don't bother the shower. Just uh, put pop your clothes straight yeah. on. Have you ever heard of Lynx Africa? <laughs> shower in a can. <laughs> Did you hear that a time traveller has told us when aliens are coming to take Earth back? Yeah. Uh, no, I've not. Uh, so what... A guy on TikTok, obviously. Uh, well, if I was a time traveller, that's where I'd be going. Said uh, he's a time traveller and... He said that a very hostile alien species is coming to take Earth back and we will not win. But yeah. there is hope because he also said another alien whose world was destroyed by the hostile aliens will save some of us. About 8,000 people will be taken to another planet. Wow. Now, did he set a time frame? Yeah, he said March March 23rd, oh. <laughs> 2023. So like, yeah, it was meant to happen like two weeks ago or whatever. So must have been must have been a busy news day, and it got lost that one. Unless we're not in the eight thousand, and we're just like they've all jetted off to uh, Planet X. I like that a guy from the future is like, right, I'll pop back to twenty twenty three and I'll download TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> like also like if humanity was wiped out, where's he been? Just chilling with the aliens doing yeah. TikTok did, trends. Did he have a dog filter on when he's doing his? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of that stuff, isn't there? There's that thing where. There's like a preacher and he says the world's going to end and then they all sort of sell the possessions and then it doesn't yeah. happen. And the next day, like, oh, I got my calculations wrong. Uh, it's 20 years' time. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I actually went March 23rd in 10 years from now. That's what I meant. But you just you just sit tight. It's going to happen. Yeah. The, uh, the time traveller also reached out to me, Andy, and he told me that you've got some alien news for me that uh, this week. Is that right? Uh, yeah, well, he could be right. Uh, I did look at some stuff, and uh, did he tell you I was ill-prepared? <laughs> I mean, that goes up saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, what have I got here? Yeah, well, I was looking into this thing. Um, there's a thing called Project Bluebeam. Have you heard of that? No, I don't think so. Right, so... Yeah, this fellow wrote a book back in the day, like 30 years ago. Mm. And um, this guy called Serge, Serge Monasat. And basically, his theory was that, um, well, whether it's aliens or not, it peeps up, they're going to start projecting um, aliens into the sky using projectors and like simulate like an alien space invasion. Right. Yeah. And then that's going to like unite the whole world. So obviously, we're not currently too happy with China and Russia and things, are we? Yeah. But then if we start seeing, like, aliens coming down, you'd be like, fucking hell, we're all humans, you know? Like, forget, forget, we're like, war in Ukraine, we've got to fight, you know? Yeah, let's come together. A lot of judging by the film Arrival, have you seen that? I've not. That's not how it pans out, because 
they all all the uh, all the nations start bickering with each other about how to handle the aliens and China declares war and they just all start fighting each other. Classic yeah. human behavior. I can't imagine that. Um, yeah, so people were saying, you, you know, there's that little space balloon that China sent over. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, maybe that's just a projection, but that was just like a balloon with a little radio on it, you know. <laughs> yeah. If you were going to try and uh, convince the human race to unite, I think you'd use something better than a, a little wet balloon. Yeah. There's another, there another alien story about this guy who had a, who was a fl- he spotted a flying dolphin, but um, it looks. I'll send you the video if I can find it. But it's basically just a helium balloon of a dolphin. It's oh, like, right. Now it's, fl- it's flying, <laughs> and he's like, if it was a balloon, it would have had a string. But like, obviously, the string's just falling off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy. Uh, this guy actually wrote a book. Um, what the guy with the flying dolphin? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's called E.T. Rider. So, I like, is it self-published? Was it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I send you. Uh, I send you a screen grab of it. It's on Amazon. Um, I feel like someone whose uh, strongest argument is <laughs> if it was a balloon, it would have a string on it. It probably isn't <laughs> going to write a very uh, convincing book. It's got one five-star review. It's had four reviews, so... Andy, we've got one five-star review. What does that's that tell true. you? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But his book's seven quid. I was like, oh, I could buy his book then. Actually, you can buy his book, but you can read like um, an overview of it and you get more right. than enough of the... An idea. Yeah. There's this place called the Clubby. Um, and basically when he was a kid, he was saying like, oh, me and my mates, we used to go like go to the clubby and that was like a den so like a bush that they turned into what well called a club but there was an old sofa in there they nicked from a bonfire and he keeps saying how he's got loads of porno mags he's like yeah we were young lads we had loads of magazines with girls in them and beers and we'd always go down the clubby uh and then his first alien encounter is he goes to the clubby and someone's nicked his porno mags so he's fuming and then uh he sits down on the sofa then he teleports into a spaceship and they start taking blood from him and stuff. Yeah. But then he's like, and I couldn't find my magazines. It's like his first alien encounter is based on someone stealing a porno mag. So that's the kind of guy we're dealing with. Does he think the aliens took his mags? Um, I think so. Well, someone has. He said, One of the aliens, and when he gets teleported, it's like, I'm just going to go and uh, just do some tests on this uh, on this magazine in the other room. Yeah, it says, we used to hang out in the clubby. Doing the usual things, smoking cigarettes, drinking beer, or spirits, and not forgetting our girly magazines. Uh, Legend. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's a cool guy. And this is he's also old enough to ride a motorbike, so... Oh, right, okay. So if you're old enough to ride a motorbike, I don't think you should be hiding out in, like, a bush with a sofa in it. The problem with this preview is it's about, like, 100 pages long. <laughs> but I'll try and find the bit where he loses porno mags. Years ago, when I was a kid, went to New York when I was about, I don't know, 12, 13 or something. It was actually, yeah. I think it was like a year before 9 11, actually. So just missed out on that. Um, and you yeah. know, when you leave in your hotel room and you're like checking under the bed and looking everywhere just to see if you've like something's fallen down. We were just about to leave. We lifted the mattress up on one of the beds just to check if anything got down. And there was like about 60 porn mags. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, like pot for a little uh, twelve thirteen year old, but um, obviously I couldn't bring any with me because. Well, my dad was like, "Just, just right, just pop, pop that mattress back down, just leave them there." But 
I, yeah. I can't I can't say for certain that he didn't slip one out. So Dad, why have you got an extra luggage bag? Uh, I brought some stuff. The this bag's a bit more padded than it was on the way. No, just shut up. When we were at school, uh, I won't name his name, but we went on a school trip, and you know that bit of the, on the school bus where you put your backpack like up oh, yeah. above. Yeah. Uh, we'd all gone to like the middle of nowhere. I think we were like walking around in a stream or something for geography. And on the way back, this lass found uh, a, like one sheet of a porno mag. And she's like, oh, wait, look what I found. What I found. And I like, passed around the the school bus. And everyone was like laughing at it and stuff like that. And then she was like, oh, give us a penny. And she started scribbling all over it. So she like turned the last. She like give a little patch in her eye, a little hit the moustache and all that kind of stuff. And everyone's a bit like, how are you, man? You know, like, <laughs> anyway, so she completely defaced this, uh, this porno mag. And uh, scrumpled it up like, and it was a rip on the floor. And we were just leaving to go home. And someone was like, uh, like to, to this lad, like, what you got in your pocket there, mate? He's like, I mean, like, yeah, you have. Like, what are you talking about? And he'd taken home, <laughs> he'd taken home this bit of porn, <laughs> which was like unused, you know, like it was absolutely trashed. It was so, <laughs> so he must have gone home. If I just squint enough, <laughs> pretend like, she hasn't got an eye patch and a mustache. Yeah. Got the iron out, like it's all crumpled up, <laughs> iron it flat, and like drawing back in, like a <laughs> tipexing over the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was so tragic. I felt really bad oh, for him. <laughs> like, I was oh, going to give it to someone else. I thought it'd be funny. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre, pre internet. So you had to, you had to get creative, didn't you? You had to. Yeah, yeah. Kids don't know the ball now. <laughs> yeah, this guy said. So he's, he's in his in his little den. He said, I sat in my chair trying to find out who could have found our den and ripped up all of our girly magazines. And then I noticed smashed bottles of beer. Then something strange happened. As I sat down on the arm of the sofa, I noticed a light above me in the trees. The light was so bright I could not look at it. And then it felt like a whirlwind coming around me. And it made me frightened. And everything seemed to go in slow motion. And then I suddenly I was transported into a strange room that looked like a dentist chair with people all around me. I was trying to get out of the chair and they were telling me to calm down and they would not harm me. I felt a pain on the right side of my neck. The next thing I remember is having tests on my eyes, ears, nose and mouth all the way down my body. So I guess work out where that went. Uh, and then I got injected my arm, body and legs. Um, yeah, then he got transported back to his little uh, tramp den. <laughs> so what? what's his official line of like, what happened? I don't know. This guy, he's got... A million. This is the same guy as the dolphin, right? So he's got like loads of alien cover stories. Yeah, I mean, it's great if you want to read his book. There's a bit. There's a story where he's going through a tunnel on his motorbike, and then he gets transported again into a, a, a spaceship. He's from the. He's from uh, Northeast England, I think. Oh, really? We could get him on. He's still alive. Then we might have to buy his book and read it. Yeah, well, it's only seven quid. I say that's probably a price of a pint these days. We could get him on. We'll tell him if he comes on. We'll give it, we'll get him some girly mugs. He said he he got uh, he got trained to be like a super soldier too to fight against the aliens, and he also claimed Robbie Williams was one of them, one of the super soldiers. Yeah, yeah. but I think he's probably just noticed like because there was a bit where Robbie Williams was saying he was quite getting into aliens, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember so, that. So he was like, "Oh yeah, uh, Robbie Williams was there, David Ike, um, Yuri Geller, like anyone who's kind of got a tedious link to." The realm of super that guy out of Blink One Eight Two, yeah. Remember when Robbie Williams got addicted to Red Bull? No, remember he was like in rehab for Red Bull, and I was like, oh, it's like you know, like cocaine or 
you know, yeah. drinking or whatever. And it was like energy drinks. So Red Bull. See? I think like maybe as well as like pres- prescription medication, maybe. But like yeah. it was Red Bull, yeah. Must have been part of the alien training, uh, caffeine addiction. Yeah, Jamie Vardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I might um I might buy this guy's book. He's got two books. There's is it e- an ebook or is it printed? Uh well, you can pay seven pounds for the ebook or you can get a paperback for fifteen quid. I might get a I'll send you the link of the uh the, the cover of the book, it's good. How did you find it? I think he's if you type in like Stupid alien stories, northeast. You know, <laughs> he's a, a high Don't percentage. Yeah, he 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 tops out on a lot of the stories. Because I was like, I've heard this guy's name a lot, and it was, it was like the dolphin videos. Him, he's a motorbike guy. Do you, I've just sent you a copy of his uh, his oh, book. Uh, this guy called himself like ET riders, if like extraterrestrial right. You know, like I think that's right, he's trying okay. to. You're trying to give yourself a more a nickname. If you didn't know that he. Rode a motorbike that would have sexual connotations. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. you do what with aliens? I was like, no, a, a motorbike. Like, oh, right. Well, I didn't know that about you. Obviously, on the front, there's a picture of him on a motorbike, but if you didn't see that. Yeah, and on the back of the book is a picture of him shagging an alien. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that Kanye Bound 2 video where it's like, he's got <laughs> yeah, Kim Kardashian on the motorbike. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be, that'll be him with a little uh, ET. I'm say we should have got in touch with uh, Rich uh, D. Hall. Is that what he's called? Yeah, Rich Hall. He was cool. Rich it. But I think he's gone pretty like right-wing conspiracy guy. Yeah, there does seem to be a crossover with that stuff, doesn't there? Don't want to be like uh, associating with him too much, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I've got like 10 different alien stories. I'm like, they've all got something kind of interesting about them. I don't know about E.T. Ryder. Oh, I'll tell you what. I was looking into conspiracies and like mad alien stuff. So you think, right, I'm going to go on YouTube and look for uh, like mad shit. You want to go on Rumble. Have you heard of Rumble? I think you were telling me about it. Yeah, so people were complaining that YouTube was getting too like... um, Censored. Censored and like uh, controlled. So they've set up this Rumble thing and basically that's where all the mental people have gone. Okay. So, like, not as mental, but Russell Brand's gone a bit kind of... Yeah, so he, he's moved all his stuff on there. And, he's, uh, like, hanging out with, like, Trump Jr. and that now. Isn't That's it? weird. So I was watching this video on, like, the um, royal family being reptiles. So there's some good <laughs> stuff on that. Classic. And then this guy has videos saying they're trying to crossbreed, like, humans with different animals. And oh, there's, like, yeah. a, there's like a tiger that, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's super creepy. Yeah, that was weird. There's like a tiger baby, but it's like an actual video, so God knows what it is. I wonder if Prince William like wants more people to talk about them being uh, reptiles, so the stories about him getting pegged go away. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, let's just get some more stuff about us uh, being aliens. Have you guys uh, get yourself on, R- on Rumble with some good stuff about it? <laughs> yeah, this thing's called Follow the White Rabbit. The secrets that Diana knew, and there's a picture of the Queen, like with half her face and half. <laughs> I was like, right, I'm having that. Yeah, this again. You know, you mentioned about uh, the Queen eating humans. Oh yeah, yeah. Conspiracy yeah, talks secret, about that. Secret yeah, freezer. Yeah. She's got all her Iceland stuff in there, nuggets, and then yeah. human feet. There's a subreddit called RBI, 
So it's Reddit Bureau of Investigation, and basically people. Uh, I think it's like the Royal Institute of the Blind, but I think <laughs> <laughs> that's the way around. R.I.B. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, um, so basically, it's like people people come to this subreddit with like real world problems or like mysteries, and then Reddit yeah. tries to solve them. Well, there's good. some interesting stuff on there. You'd like it. You should have a look. But um, there's a couple here that that uh, stood out. So. This is a headline. My wife and I both received a text message from a number I don't recognize saying it will update us anytime someone poops. At that moment, I was in my daughter's bedroom changing her diaper because she pooped and the text came through. Should I be concerned? <laughs> yeah. So him and his wife both got a text. Yeah. At the same time. But like, saying, it's yeah. like this is welcome to poop update. So whatever it is. But just for his family, though, because if you got a text every time someone pooped in, like, even the one-mile radius, your phone would be, like, constantly going off. <laughs> well, so he goes on to say, My wife and I were in my daughter's bedroom changing a diaper. While we were discussing the poop, we both received a text saying, Hello, welcome to Poop Direct. You get updates anytime someone poops. I hope you enjoy. Say yeah. stop to cancel a request. Um... We were the only ones in the house. About 10 minutes later, I received a call from the same number, but I didn't answer. Ooh, what can I do oh. to protect myself? We well, have an iBaby camera in the room, which I immediately unplugged. So some, so people think like someone's hacked the baby yeah. camera. That's weird, isn't it? Because it's like funny, but then when you're like, oh, they've hacked the baby camera, it's like, oh, it's not that funny, actually. Yeah, and they're having to sit and wait till they audibly hear a baby do a poo <laughs> and then send a text. <laughs> yeah, I'll see it. I'll see them changing yeah. it or whatever. So that was weird. One of uh, our friends played a prank on that uh, when we were younger. Uh, and he, he was like texting like, oh, you've signed up for Catfax. Like, uh, it costs you like 25p per text. And then he's saying like, just sending like daft Catfax to Nat. But she like didn't know who the number was. And she was like going mad, like telling all her friends. But like person was in the same room, like continuing to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she thought she was getting charged for it. Yeah, yeah. And he kept saying like, text me out to like stop I'm texting me out it's like you have activated me out times two you are going to receive double ca-. you know uh, basically it was just that <laughs> it's like have you seen when people on Twitter creepy men send like dick pics to them and they send them a text saying like this this message has been automatically flagged as um, unsolicited sexual content it's been forwarded on to the authorities um and then, like, the, the, the guy who sent it starts, like, shitting himself. He's like, text stop to stop this process or whatever. Yeah. And the guy's, like, freaking out, like, stop, stop, stop. Like, please stop. It's like, you'll be arrested. You'll be on a list and stuff. <laughs> like, freaking out. It's funny. Anyway, there's another one. So, and sometimes these are solved when you're looking at, like, a little bit later. It's like, oh, we've now solved this mystery. So this one was solved. Okay. And the headline was, Mysterious Mug with a Picture of me and my girlfriend shows up to our house with no indication of from of who it's from so that doesn't sound that weird but when you see the picture it is weird so like he says the mug is from a company called shutterfly i called and asked who sent it but they wouldn't tell me because of their privacy policy the picture looks like it was taken in autumn we've been reaching out to family and friends to see if anyone sent it so far no luck and he basically says like he doesn't mind that it was sent to us, but it's creepy that it was un- like anonymous. Um, yeah. 
And when you look at the picture, I'll send you it. Like, if you're like, oh, it's just a picture of you two, but actually... Well, they asleep or something. No, it's not quite that creepy. If you got this in your hands and it was you and that, you'd be like, what? Oh. It's like someone behind them is taking a photo of them. The picture's what makes it creepy. If it was just them, like, smiling, posing or whatever, it'd be fine. But anyway, they're trying to figure it out for ages, and eventually they figured out their landlord did it, yeah. but not in a creepy way. They'd actually sent it with a note, like, explaining it, but the note uh, wasn't in it. <laughs> but that's a weird thing to get. Imagine if you got that of you and Nat from, like, behind, just walking yeah, in the distance. That is weird. With no explanation, you'd be like, what the fuck? When I'd, when I'd been seeing that for, like, a couple of years, like, well, texting and that, and then I was like, oh, like... Uh, I'm going to bed or whatever, and I like, oh, yeah, me too. And she's like, oh, and then she's like sent a text of her like in bed with her eyes closed to sleep. <laughs> she was saying like, yeah, I'm in bed. But it looked like she was dead. <laughs> I was like, that looks like you're dead. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, shit, sorry. <laughs> that wasn't the intention. She was like, cat updates told me I had to uh, send a yeah. picture of myself. Yeah. Still got the fucking rat in the shed, boo. Ah, uh, he's having your life. Isn't he just... My mum my mom and dad, like, my mum texted me yesterday. She said, oh, have you still got a hedge trimmer? I was like, I think so. I was like, it's just in the shed. And I've not been in the shed since, like, November or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure the rat was kicking around here before. I went in there, like, the hedge trimmer's at the very back of the shed. So like, I went in, there's, like, ladders and, like, saws and that everywhere. And then I was, like, moving stuff around, and basically the rat was running around in the shed with me in <laughs> it. The rat was on a hammock, drinking a beer, watching TV. Yeah, it's like it was like I was on Crystal Maze, you know, like I was in like confined space with so like the like ladder fell on us. I, I had to like get out there pretty sharpish, and then my mum and dad came around like, "So do you have it?" I was like, "Yeah, well, like, good and bad news. Like I found the head trimmer. Like good news, bad news. It's in the shed with at least one live rat." I thought you were going to say you're like, "Oh, I'm going to try and use the head trimmer." On the rat. Well, I'm I'm considering just setting the whole shed on fire. <laughs> like, there's a um, we had a lot of garden cushions for like sitting in the garden, and I'm pretty sure they've made a rat's nest in it. Right. Okay. So you're you're like a animal. You like you like animals, big. What would you do? I honestly don't know what to do. I don't know. It depends. What I don't know. With a mouse, when we had the mouse, I was like, yeah, fair enough. Rat, I'm like, nine needs to die. Yeah, it is, it is a level up a rat, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know, because they get big as well. Yeah, they do. They're like, some of them look like dogs. I'd look into like how to lure it out and try and catch it live, but they're pretty they're pretty tricksy, aren't they? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. If I'm ever yeah. in that situation, I'll let you know. Probably a hedge trimmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said that. It's like we're living in like uh, a feeling like... Every year, every year we have a rat in the shed. It's like I can't believe, like, like mouse hunt. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that that was that, and he's still there now. I'll give him a little truce again. I might just slide a little eviction notice under his door, like, "Hi, right, mate. You remember when I said you could have it for the winter? Like, we're in spring right. now. You've had but, you've had a good run. I've been very lenient, and now it's time to shift on. Yeah, me and that also. I was I, I was walking Eddie in my lunch, and there was this little bird. And he looked all like he was pissing it down. Yeah, you know, he just stood like leaning against the curb, looking all like uh, scruffy. I was like, ah, he doesn't look too good, but I was like, I can't not go back to work because I've seen a scruffy looking bird. So I, <laughs> I went back. To, I took a photo of it and I went back to work. And then I texted Nat. I was like, when you get in, like keep an eye on this little guy. He's not looking too good. 
So then Nat was finishing work early. She got home about three o'clock. She's like, yeah, he's still there. Like, he's just he just stood there, like, not doing anything, you know. I was like, oh, man, like, that's been, like, three hours. So I go home about six o'clock in the evening. Like, little bird's still there, just chilling, but, like, not looking too good. So <laughs> now I was like, right, we need to go. We need to go save him. So the air fryer box, the, like the cardboard box we had the air fryer in, <laughs> we put a hot water bottle in it, and we got a towel, and we went out in the out in the like uh, front the road out the front, and we were trying to get this injured bird in a box, but he do, he kept jumping around, so he couldn't fly. And he just like jump like hopping around and stuff. What kind and of bird is it? Uh, he looked like a little starling, and uh, so we tried to get him in a box, and he kept going underneath the people's cars. So then we went and got a broom from outside in the house. So Nat was brooming this bird, and I was trying to catch it in the box. Anyway, it kept coming out and then like hopping. I didn't want to. I didn't want to grab him too quickly because I thought I'm going to grab him and his head's going to fly off or something. Uh, <laughs> and he was like, he kept jumping on the other cast. And then I noticed neighbors were like, like you know, like twitching the curtains, like looking out, and then. <laughs> There's like one on one side of the road, and then the person that were directly outside their house, so it must have been their car, that they kind of just stood there peering at us, like, oh, no, we, we can't, we look mental already. We're getting mugged <laughs> off by this little bird. Anyway, <laughs> came home today, he's squished. Oh, what? Oh, in yeah. the, yeah, the roadway you're trying yeah, to? Yeah. So, like, I sent Nat a picture, I was like, oh, bad news. She's like, oh, God, I feel sick. That was like, yeah, it was me with the broom. <laughs> yeah. I was like, the animals were trying to keep alive, the bird gets killed. Animals want to get killed, rat is living the life of Riley. <laughs> that rat was watching you with a hot water bottle and a box and a towel, like, what the fuck? Say we do catch the bird in the box. What were we going to do? It was like getting late, it was getting dark. And I was like, we can't have a bird in the house with a dog. So a car's, car's gone over him, has it? I think so. That was like this morning, and he now looks like a cartoon, you know, where he's just getting even more squished. <laughs> All right, let's just wrap it up there. Um, yeah, if anyone's got any interesting alien stories or, you know, online mysteries, or if anyone knows anything about microwaves and why they have those weird buttons on the front, like curry, just let us know. Yeah. Um, anyone knows anyone's got a weird alien story, let us know. I actually know a few people who've seen ghosts and things. Try and get, I'll try and get them on the pod. I'll try and get send some stuff in. Yeah. If you're worrying about too much exposure, you're, <laughs> you're misplacing your worries there because you might as well... Uh, you you got more worry t- talking about in the pub than you do on our podcast, I think. If you're worried about not enough exposure, we'll, we'll have a think and see what we can do to help. <laughs> yeah. We're getting there. The, the, the listenership's picking up, Bill. Appreciate anyone who listens and uh, keep supporting us. I was going to say we'd start a Patreon, but people don't even send in emails, never mind money. <laughs> <laughs> this time next year. But yeah, we'll keep going. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. See you later.